Bye. Bye, guys. What's going on? How's everyone doing? I hope everyone's doing awful. I hope you all had a terrible day. No! I hope you guys had a relaxing day. And a relaxing week. Mm Mm-hmm. How was your week? Oh, well, I wish I had a relaxing week. I've been working too much. I feel like I've been beaten by, Mm. like, a... Like a caveman with a stick, you know what I'm talking about? Just like a big I totally stick. understand that. One of those things that mm-hmm. feel like that. Um, yeah, not feeling good, <laughs> feeling very low, feeling awful, terrible week. Anyways, what about you? How was your week? My week was all right. I mean, just a little tiring. I've kind of been in a slump lately. Hmm. So, you know, just trying to manage life through that. And I still don't know if I'm going to California for my job. But then oh, again, they're not said yet. Yeah. Then again, like, I don't think they're fully done with like all the arrangements yet. Right. Because like they haven't even sent out like sign up forms or anything for it. Mm. So, you know, hopefully I find out soon. But like I was talking to my mom and she was like, well, like you said, he mentioned the store and like looked right at you. And I was like, I know. So since he like that's like my whole jobs, supposedly, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? Well, really, who knows? It could it could happen. Yeah. So I'm just trying not to think about it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Try not to psych myself up or get too excited before I know anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it would be cool if I got to go, though. Because I've never been to California. And I am go- and I would be going to, like, a really nice and, like, expensive area. That so, would be really cool. That would. It might happen. yeah i'm just kidding but no it's good not to have your hopes up but also it's good to also be like that could be a cool thing to happen Mm -hmm. yeah so you know i'm just focusing on what i have to do at work Mm. and stuff like that yeah but uh yeah (sighs) me too man and why he (laughs) eepy I, I love say that, that all the time. I'm always like, I'm so <laughs> e right now. <laughs> I say that. But I say like EB. No, yeah. I love saying it. It's so funny. That is but, um, funny. Speaking of feeling feelings, <laughs> let's talk about our topic, which is mental health. Mental health. It's perfect because mine is at an all-time low. Well, not an all-time low, but my mental health has been pretty bad lately. <laughs> Yeah, I've been going through it, and it's it probably not. Me, yeah, at least from like, have I ever had a period when it hasn't been like bad for more than a week? That's the question. More than yeah. three weeks. Hmm. Yeah, I just think it's that time of year, you know, which doesn't help. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I always get like kind of low around this time of year. But I mean, the sun has started staying out longer, which is exciting. 
That means more daylight. Yeah. We're both like so Yeah. tired. I know. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, me too. My brain Mental is like health. out of it, so I'm like, mm. Yeah, me too. Mental health. When the health I mean, is mental, love. <laughs> mental health, more like my health is mental. I mean, Oh, oh. here's the thing. I feel like it's just such an ongoing battle, even if you are like getting therapy and stuff like that. It's just such like a day to day thing. And like, you really do just have to, you know, take it in stride and like, Mm-hmm. like not really yeah yeah <laughs> but <laughs> no <laughs> you just like you can't be hard on yourself you know because I feel like at least when I before I got help versus now like I had this idea like oh if I get help I'll be cured you know you kind of think that where it's like oh if, if I get therapy or if I get medication you know I won't have to worry about it anymore but that's not entirely true you know like I still have periods where it's like my issues still get to me or they still affect me but it affects me in a different way because instead of them getting out of hand because they were so like unmanageable now it's manageable so it's like it's not um getting what's the word like it's not blowing up you know Yeah. so I think like you know when it comes when it comes to mental health I mean everyone's always got something going on you know like you never really know what's happening in someone's life so Yeah. you really should be like treating everyone you meet with kindness you know if 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 anything else because you never know that person may be nasty to you because they got some really bad news so don't Yeah. take it personally Do you think this is this is a big question? Do you think there's people out there who actually don't suffer from mental illnesses at all in the I don't present think day? so That's what I'm saying. I do Because, not like, think so I swear there's no way anybody in this whole world, especially now, are, like, mentally yeah Just because it's just, like, I, it's not, the world is not set up to where you can even be mentally healthy. Like, yeah I feel like like that's even the therapists thing I was are that's going what through, I was thinking you know? yeah oh my god yeah I think everyone honestly I don't think it's a question of who is and who isn't I think it's a it's a question of how much you know like there Some are people some people have more severe mental illness yes than other people, exactly but I or think at a everyone severe level has some sort some of form. something. Yeah. I really Yeah, mental feel like health issue us going when we around. become psychi psychologists, <laughs> everyone's mentally ill. No, but they like No, they it is true everyone though. can experience I think depression though. That's yeah, the thing. Everyone and can experience and I feel like anxiety. and the thing is is because those things like can come about from literally anything. Exactly. You know, like PTSD, depression, anxiety, they can like they can develop because of literally anything. It could be something so subtle that could cause that kind It of stuff to happen. can be. It could And like, be like it could a be book. something in your childhood. No, literally, Like, as it a baby, literally if you can. heard like a book drop too loud, that could make you anxious later on in life. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's as simple it really as that. is just such like, it's so it's like a it's it's so crazy where these things come from, you know, and, and I've been in like a, a place where it's like, 
because I've been getting therapy, it's really made me like actually think about where these things have come from and like yeah. why. And so I've had a lot of moments where I'm like, oh my God, like the reason why this situation freaks me out is because of this specific experience that I had that always stuck with me and I never realized yeah. it. So it's like you literally don't realize. And I think you don't realize a lot of the times I think people don't realize these things until adulthood. And then it's like, whoa, because then like the the whole your your entire life thus far just kind of clicks into place and you're like, holy shit, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that's like an important thing to realize because then it does actually help you learn how to manage it. Mm -hmm. And like, but I, honestly, I think everyone suffers from it. And I think everyone has like some sort of issue that they're working through, whether it's diagnosed or not, whether it's at the level that it can even be diagnosed, because there's some yeah. issues where it's like you have some, you know, symptoms, but it's like it's not so many that it's like diagnosable. Yeah, I know that's a thing with like bipolar. So it's like you never know. And but I think with the way, like you said, the way the world is set up, I don't think it's set up in a way that is nurturing people. I think it's set up in a way that is literally tearing people apart especially recently yep and for the people that you know because there are some mental health issues that are genetic and that's another factor it doesn't just have to be like an actual experience in your life for you to have depression or anxiety it can doesn't, just like, be a genetic trauma thing stay in your dna yeah yes so there is some like generational trauma yeah. that happens yeah. where it's like it and it develops like um sort of instinct you know yeah because that's that's that is where instinct comes from yeah basically yeah instinct is a generational trauma yeah like the fight or flight instinct is a trauma response from the millions of years that humans had to develop some sort of um feeling that will warn yeah. them of some sort of attack from like some animal or whatever yeah no but that's kind of crazy to think that like it is all bizarre. instinct comes from trauma. Yeah, if you really think about it. Even if, if you really boil it down, like even just in your day to day life, like if something has happened to you, you'll have instincts about other things. Oh so yeah, like ooh, this could like help it, it's kind of like the, I feel like in a way, red flags are an instinct. You know, oh for sure, one hundred percent, exactly. So it's like when you talk to someone and they say like a phrase or they act a certain way that kind of like that red flag in a way is an instinct of like oh mm, I don't know about that you know and and it kind of stops you in your place you're like hmm okay okay let me let me think about that you know mm -hmm. but um it is really fascinating to think about instincts that like boiled down are just generational trauma responses but then when it comes to like generational trauma then you have like um I feel like it's something seen with a lot of like people of color and black people and native people like there are certain cultural things amongst those specific groups where it's like that was developed because of the hundreds and thousands of years of oppression and yeah. you know being um, suppressed and and all that kind of stuff which is also really sad. And it, it just really makes you think about how, like, rampant mental health 
mental illness, all sorts of like trauma are in every single group. Yeah. And, and how it's kind of crazy what? how like mental health, like to get help for mental health, like it's not as accessible as it's like, hell. As, I like, have something so on much the body. to talk about this. But if you, but if you think about it, the brain is what, if not the most important part of your body, because it controls literally everything else. So you would yeah. think that would be top priority. Yeah, but it's not. No, but that's there's like such a stigma like, with it. Because I feel like it's like can affect your physical health too. Yeah, but I feel like in a lot of ways it's like you can't see the wound, so people yeah. don't respect it. You know, like if you get a cut on your arm. People are going to help you because they see the blood. But when you have like trauma, for example, the wound is internal. So it's like the wound is emotional. So everyone's like, boohoo, get over it, baby. Yeah. So no one really can like no one can visually see your pain, the pain that it's causing you. Mm -hmm. You could be crying in front of them, but it's not like a gaping wound. Exactly. So it's like people can't really understand the level of pain you might be in right and um i was gonna say something say, say something and i completely forgot oh yeah okay mental getting help for mental health problems i have so much to say about this because i've been dealing with it and it, it's like i have told my it's so exhausting i have told my mom that i have never experienced a more frustrating experience like a more frustrating process than trying to get like a psychiatrist slash nurse practitioner and a therapist yeah like it, literally it's like it was the most difficult experience of my life and mm -hmm. just the whole experience every week you know because I get calls to like confirm my sessions I have weekly sessions and then monthly um, nurse practitioner sessions like I have been fighting for my life recently because I um I take medication for my anxiety my OCD and depression um and it's all one medication which was purposeful my nurse practitioner was like okay this this medication kind of uh is prescribed for all of these issues that you're you have that you're having um, so instead of prescribing like a bunch of different medications, she only did the one mm. and, uh, just so it would be easier for me, especially since this is like the first medication I've ever really taken other than like antibiotics and like Tylenol. Um, but so I've been dealing with, um, issues with my medication where it's like my mom was told after she was picking up my refill by like the pharmacy or something that like I should get on um, something called Optum RX, which is like a mail order prescription. Instead of having to send it to your pharmacy and pick it up every once in a while, they just mail it to you and then like refill it or like mm -hmm. send a refill once you run out. Yeah. Um, And I thought like I had called, I set it up. I told my nurse practitioner and um, she was like, oh, I'm not too familiar with that, but I'll look into it and I'll call and stuff like that. And so I thought I set it up. I made a whole account and everything. But then um, my nurse practitioner has been like messing around. Like she has been really thrown a wrench and everything. Like, what? 
we had set up I had brought to my therapist's attention and then my therapist was like okay mention it to um the nurse practitioner about me possibly having bipolar because I had looked into like a lot of the symptoms and I found that I recognize them within myself so I just brought it up because like okay you know I noticed that I do have a lot of these symptoms and I'd like to look into it see what's going on and so I mentioned it to my nurse practitioner she was like all right we can set up a follow-up appointment and like um do like a test or something and I was like okay so then we set it up and it was like two weeks from the appointment that I was having that I told her about that that I told her about it in it. Mm. So we meet for this test appointment and she's like, uh, I got to be honest, I don't remember why we meet this. And I was like, hello, you mean her whole job? Right. And then, and then <laughs> she was like, she was like, well, anyway, how's the medication? I was like, and it, she just went into the question she asks me every month about my medication. I was like, um, we made this because you were supposed to uh, test me and like ask me these like questions, do this questionnaire for bipolar. And she's like, oh, your therapist has to do that. I was like, what? And so then when I, um, and then she was like, oh, I'll talk to your therapist. So then when I met my therapist that week, I was like, uh, she told me that she would set up, we set up this appointment for her to test me. Then when we got to the appointment, she was like, I don't remember your therapist has to do that did she call you my therapist was like no and also she's supposed to do that <laughs> i was like what yeah, the, the fuck the therapist can't like uh tell uh, you yeah about certain things that's, exactly that's the therapist is job. just there for like giving me tools to manage stuff and to talk to yeah so it's like i was like what the fuck is going on my therapist no, was like that's... pissed off for me like she was like i'm so sorry that's like insane no and that's so great. you should get a different nurse practitioner then. yeah because the thing is is that like it's weird. like she this is like the first time she's like ever done something like that oh maybe she's going through something yeah so it's like i have no idea it was like weird she's never really been flaky so it's like it, it was very weird that that happened i was like what the fuck and um and i know like at the office they have brought in like new secretaries and stuff like that so i mm. i don't know things are a little backwards but like it was so bizarre and it just made it so much more stressful seems like mess messing with like my medication because we needed to get her to send the reason why okay so i had thought i set up the mail order prescription but then they were like oh you've run out of prescriptions you're um we need your nurse practitioner hasn't sent us more refills and i was like what and so, but my, my nurse practitioner kept sending in, like, manual refills into, like, my pharmacy instead of, like, connecting with the mail order so that they send it to me. And um, even though I, and even though I mentioned it to her, like, two or three times. And so, um, so instead my of doing mom, what you asked her to do, she just kept doing the same thing she always She just, said. like, didn't do it. It was weird. Like, she needed oh, to give them, weird. like, a fax number or something. And she just never did because then they would, like, contact her when they needed her, like, approval for something and send her, like, a form so that she could fill it out and send it back or something. But, um, but yeah, so she just, like, never did it even though she said she would. And then um, I got a prescription sent to my pharmacy and I was, like, and I got an email that was, like, are your prescriptions ready? I was, like, what? And so then my mom was, like, all right, I'll pick it up. And then um like it was like either she couldn't or it was weird like 
there was something that happened with the prescription and she was like it, it was this whole situation with the mail order and it was like a whole mess and so um my mom like I told my mom I was like I'm so done calling about this like I'm literally exhausted I'm frustrated with this and so my mom was like okay don't worry I'll call for you like I'll figure out what's going on especially since she's the person that has the insurance so yeah. she figured it out and then we were like oh the nurse practitioner didn't do her fucking job so then I I have to like um my therapist told me she was like I would get in touch with like the office manager and see if she can send the fax number because yeah. one that is actually her job and two like she might be more likely to send it to get it figured out and stuff like that so I have to do that next week fucking kill myself I'm um, sorry you've been going through all that though like but like it should bottom, it should be simpler than that you know exactly and and that's my point is that like yeah. I have never experienced so much like confusion and like any like yeah I have experienced so much like bizarre confusing frustrating situations like don't even get me started on these copays like oh my god it was like ten dollars at first and then it was 25 and then it wasn't anything and then it was 25 again and then like this this past week I was called twice yesterday to confirm my therapy session today. And then I was called this morning. And none, like, neither of the times that I was called yesterday did the girl ask me for the copay. Then today I get called and they were like, oh, by the way, you have an appointment. We're just calling to confirm you have a $25 copay. And I was like, yeah, this is the third time I'm being called to confirm this appointment. And second of all, the other two times, uh, I was never told of a copay. And the lady was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so I just paid my copay, but it was like, it was ridiculous. I, yeah. It was so bizarre. And like, weird the that people... it's a different price every time. Well, it's not like a different price every time. It was like weird. I think it had to do with like the coverage that I have. Oh, okay. Or something. I don't know why it was like $10 at first. And then it was bizarre. Um, but, uh, yeah, and it was weird because, like, some of the people that I talked to, like, the, the uh, secretaries, they, like, come across as, like, not really nice. Like, what? I would talk on the phone with them and they sound, like, really, like, over it and, like, tired of me and, like, it's bizarre. What I'm like, you're working fuck? with, like, mentally ill people. Like, <laughs> you know... So no, that's what's crazy though. Because have you ever heard like the horror stories from like the suicide helplines when they're oh my god, like, yes, mean to I them? had no, I had a close friend. Oh my god, this story is literally so morbidly funny, but it's actually insane. So I had I, I, I have this before, but a close friend. Yourself. I'll tell it on the pod because it's yeah. such a it like really puts it into perspective. Mm -hmm. I have a close friend of mine. Um, she's from the UK and. She has had a past, um, I don't want, I'm not spilling her, her tea here, but she has just, she's dealt with like suicidal thoughts and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, and this one particular time she felt the need to call a helpline and she calls the helpline and basically she's like, hi, I'm having suicidal thoughts. And right after she tells them that, so Mind you, like, you're, this person is on the phone with someone who is suicidal, is like, hey, thinking of killing myself, 
they put my friend on hold. So my friend tells me, she's like, yeah, so I call. I tell them I'm having suicidal thoughts. I tell them that I'm feeling suicidal and they put me on hold. And I was like, holy shit. But the funny, where it gets funny is that she said that them putting her on hold made her laugh so hard at like the absurdity of the situation that mm-hmm. it actually did help her. <laughs> they knew she what they actually, were doing. The that it actually made her break out of her like suicidal ideation because yeah. she was too busy absolutely fucking losing it at yeah. the ridiculousness of calling a suicide hotline and being put on hold. But like that's mental health (laughs) like that's like the mental health industry you know yeah in a nutshell exactly like one time I called to try to make an appointment um for a therapist and -hmm. like I was literally like having a breakdown right before which is what prompted me to call and I was like hi I'd like to schedule a therapy session and they will straight up be like um we're not accepting new patients sorry bye and then this other place I calls and I was like, hi, I'd like to schedule a therapy session. And they're like, oh, we don't do that. We're a psychiatrist's office. You have to get a therapist to talk to a psychiatrist. And I was like, <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? It, it's just so complicated. For just one. getting a therapist is yeah. like fucking hell. I mean, I feel like most of them are booked and busy, though. It's hard to even find one. That's yeah. Like- and then some of them, like, at some point, they just stop taking new patients. But that's understandable, too, because it's like... Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's so hard to just get one, you know? I agree. Um, The only time I ever had a therapist, I think I probably told you this. You did. Yeah, I was in middle school. And the lady, she would come into my school to do a therapy session with me because the state sent her or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so when she would come, she would never talk to me about my issues. She would just bring up her divorce and then talk about how her dog saved her life because she's like, oh, my God, my dog, like, he keeps me company. And she brought the dog in once so I could see what she was talking about. And it's just like, and one time I did try to bring something up to her. And I was like, yeah, I'm having some issues at home. She's like, oh, my God, my dog did the funniest thing. And I'm like, okay. And it's just like, what on earth? But those are the people the state was sending. And I think I was her oh, first yeah. um, patient or I guess or whatever client. I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> I used to, my college used to have like counselors who were actually trained in right. like, as like therapy and stuff like that. Um, and you could like see them for free. But the catch was that you were limited to like a certain amount of sessions and so at some point, they were like, oh, we can't see you anymore because you don't have any more sessions. That is actually so fucked up. It is fucked up. Because, like, I was at my mental worst in and college. Like, mm, sorry, out of sessions. And it wasn't really that many, I'll tell you that right now. Oh, my it God. Was like, was it like was, like, less I think it was around there, yeah. That's crazy. It was, like, maybe a month and a half of sessions or something. It was, like, ridiculous. But then the, ugh, the amount of shit I was going through in college. Oh my God. I just remember something funny about that therapist. 
that I had in middle school. So one time she told me to make a vision board, but I was like 12. I didn't know what that meant. So I just made like, she's like, oh, you're just going to cut things out and put them on, you know, a, a board or something. And I'm like, okay. And so I cut out a bunch of eyeballs from magazines. and Like it's a vision board. Yeah. So I put them all over the thing and I brought it in and she was like, that's not what I meant. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> put eyes on it, like. <laughs> took a little too literal <laughs> but yeah really helped I'm so cured yeah <laughs> uh... <laughs> I've never been told to make a vision board but my therapist today told me that I need to continue to journal I was like, you get I homework because that's what my therapist used to do. She used to give me packets of like things to do, and I would never Not do packets. I have my therapist, my my therapist has like given me things to do, but not like packets of homework. Like just like you know, writing down stuff that I want to tackle, or um, you know, just like writing down goals or you know stuff like that like she doesn't really give me homework yeah it's just more so like things to keep in mind you know and um things to try and different methods to try but she did this this time around because I had my session today she was like you should try journaling and I was like I love to journal but recently I kind of um dipped on it just because you know, it became a chore for me. Mm. And um, I didn't like that because I did actually like enjoying journaling. But recently I I've tried journaling again because, you know, last time I journaled was like before I had like seen my therapist and like gotten medication. Mm. So it's been a lot easier for me to journal. Ooh, sorry. Um. So, and I think I was also just putting way too much pressure on myself, but, uh, I have been writing poetry. So. I know you've been sending me some and I love yes, I have been, I, I like when I was in like a slump when it came to it, like I, I couldn't really write anything. And mm -hmm. then recently I've been writing a lot more. Like I wrote like three things the past week. You know what? So. I feel like when you get in slumps, where it, when you feel like you can't like write anything, that's kind of a good thing because you got out whatever needed to get out of you. And the, yes. the time that you're not being able to write things is your body like taking in the experiences of what it needs to. Yeah, or just to, like to taking write. a break, you know? Yeah. And I definitely like, because I do, I was like writing a lot. Like I was writing something like every day. And then, you know, I had my slump where it was like I wasn't writing anything and at first I was like what the fuck you know I was like uh oh like is this a bad sign but then like I started writing again yeah I feel like it always comes back like some people think like you get burnt out you're done but yeah. I feel like that's not true I feel mm -hmm. like it just comes you just need time or you need experience or you need something to happen to like trigger the motor you know what I mean yeah you know you've you've written as much as you could about what you had already exactly but um yeah I've been writing and it's been interesting mm. I've been trying to rhyme more okay Dr. Seuss 
one? Is it okay, Dr. Seuss? Yes. No, I, I love stuff that rhymes. Mm-hmm. But, like, not in, like, a, not in the Dr. Seuss way. Like, in like I know, a, I was just playing. Like a... No, I know, but I'm just, like, thinking. Like, I'm trying to do, like, a subtle kind of rhyme. Yeah, those are the best ones, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, because I guess I'm trying to, like, play into, like, a lyric type of thing. Yeah, you know what I love? Rhymes that aren't, like, real rhymes. Like, it's just words that kind of, like, sound like a rhyme yes and are put in like a creative way i love that kind of stuff i love those because it it sounds like so clever yeah or like when people use like a word that sounds the same but is spelled different so it's like a play on on words you know what i mean because yeah. even like i don't know time and rhyme they're not actually true rhymes yeah well they are they are well not really yeah they are well, yeah. They're not spelled the same, but they are. Mm, they would be, no. It would be like sigh and time. I don't know if those ones sound the same to me. Well, they have the same I sound. Maybe. So they're like a fake rhyme. Sigh, time. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a fake rhyme. It's like an almost yeah. rhyme. Or not sigh, rather like sign. Sign and sigh. Yeah. Or like sign and time. Yeah. Because it's like almost a, a rhyme, but yeah, like not ones, quite. Yeah. But um, I'm just trying to think. Do you have any like healthy coping mechanisms or unhealthy coping mechanisms i have plenty of unhealthy coping mechanisms we all do what i like to do when i'm overwhelmed i dissociate i go into fictional fantasies in my mind or i just play like a wall with nothing inside or i drink until i feel nothing or i eat until i feel nothing oh yep that's how i cope for I me a wall like a little white boy okay and sell Yo, me, um, my coping mechanism is a little harsh on my wallet. Oh, yeah. Um, I can be a little bit of a shopaholic, except recently I have been trying to curb that. Yeah, I'm actually the same way. Can I show you what I what I got today? <laughs> you're gonna love this. No, 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 you're gonna love this. So I have no money to spend, right? But I was at Hot Topic, and I guess they had a manga section, right? And they literally had the first edition of Nana. I'm not kidding. Oh, slay. I have a couple of the other editions, but I, I didn't have the first one. And I was like, oh, I don't have any money. It was $10, right? And so I stole it. No. But so I um I go and check if I have any rewards. And I had a $5 reward. So I only got it for $5. So I'm like, that's kind of a score. Because normally I buy things secondhand. But like, I've been kind of looking for the first one. Mm-hmm. but that was kind of and that kind of stuff is hard to find secondhand mm-hmm. and that that did brighten my day though because it, it it filled the void and especially since you like found that surprise coupon no that i was like it was kind of meant to happen exactly do you have any other like coping mechanisms mechanisms besides like shopping snacking like what i'm doing right now yeah i got candy from five below because you get 10 pieces for a dollar um i'm trying to think of what else i don't do like the substance stuff like i don't drink 
when I'm sad. Mm. Um, it's not if you because then you're yeah you drink you want to cry. But if it's like if I'm if I happen to be sad while I'm out drinking, um, then it kind of makes it worse. Oh, for sure, because it brings forward the feelings you're feeling, mm-hmm. and it makes everything worse. Honestly, so... I used to have like. I think honestly, the biggest one is just the shopping, mm. but when I'm sad, I do just tend to like put on a movie that I like, or um, I don't really have any motivation to do anything so i don't really have the energy to have like a, an unhealthy coping mechanism mm-hmm. um which i guess is a good thing but um I'm trying to think of honestly like all i like my coping mechanism when i'm sad is just like writing and that's a healthy one I'm, i mm-hmm. i also write when i'm sad i journal as well i don't write physically just because it kills my hand but I yeah. have stuff on my um on my laptop. I have a diary that's that's pretty long. But um, I write my poetry on my phone, but my journal, like, I try to just do like one page, you know, so it doesn't kill my wrist. Yeah, and I think it like takes the pressure off of me because it's like, you know, I started doing that because I was having a hard time like sitting down and writing more than one page, and so I was like, okay, you know to uh keep it low pressure all i have to do is one page you know fill up one half like one side of the page and that just makes it easy and it also like you know it just makes it easy yeah that's true writing more than one page kills my wrist so bad no me too i write with too much pressure especially when i'm like upset about something so yeah In my hands like and i i like i like grip my fucking pen like it's no. ridiculous anyways mental health take care mm-hmm. of your mental health honestly the best that you can yeah try to combat those day. unhealthy coping mechanisms by finding healthy coping mechanisms whatever that be i hate to say it but sometimes taking a deep breath and drinking some water really does do the difference or taking a walk you know or taking a walk because like the simple stuff like it really does help a little bit. Like if you yeah. need to calm down or something like that. Even if it's, it's just like done. sitting outside and like reading, you know? Yeah. Or, or coloring or something. Something calming or something to exactly. distract your mind. Yeah. Something that's, you know, completing something, but not so demanding. A puzzle. Yeah. Ooh, jigsaw puzzle. Mm. I almost got a puzzle today, but. I need to get a puzzle. I used to love doing them. They're great. I love 3D puzzles because it's kind of like Legos. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, get Legos. Oh, true. Love Legos. Don't um, be like me and buy every single plushie you see. No, I actually do that. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I have we so love, many plushies. We love filling the void. I love plushies. I I'm running out of space, there. though. yeah oh that's the cutest one ever i have a similar one that i got for myla i have a my melody version of this one it's like fluffy yeah 
lunch. That's cute. How many plushies I do you have? Like too 50? many. 50 or more? <laughs> yeah, I would say. Well, I don't I don't want I don't think 50. I think it's under 50, but it is a lot. I am racking them up. They're cute though. I think they're worth it. They are. And they're really nice to hold. I feel like it also heals like your inner child too. It does. Anyways, Any, stay anything. slay. Stay slay. Keep your mental health slay as well. Exactly. Drink slay water, brush your hair, issues. brush your teeth. Take care of yourself. That's yeah. the main takeaway. Exactly. Even when you don't feel like it. Exactly. Watch yeah. a funny movie. Honestly, dude, there's so many times when I'm like having a mental breakdown and I'll put like a comedy on or something and I, I literally just dissociate and watch it and it literally kills it. I'm like, yeah, anymore. Or just like a, a comfy movie, you know, a movie that you know mm-hmm. will comfort you and, and make you feel relaxed and stuff like that. Like I whenever I'm feeling sad, I put on Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. because like the visuals, the colors, the music, you know, it really just comforts me. And then I catch myself at the end all like smiling and like giggling and twirling my hair, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot what I was even, you know, upset about. Exactly. Nurture your brain. It's the Nurture. only one you got. And, you know, stay safe. Exactly. Stay safe. Love yourself. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. Um, See you next time. Yeah. Stream the car by Arctic Monkeys. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>